I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. Welcome to this week's episode of Hey Spirit. Today's episode is just a validation on how I need to trust spirit. Just so you all know, my speech was not edited out of this week's episode. Spirit did not give me a chance to because I trusted spirit enough to know that this is the way the souls needed to channel for Wendy today. So if we're struggling with faith, trust, and if you don't even get a chance to listen to the entire podcast today, but you better because it is unbelievable. You're not going to believe the stuff that went on. I just want you to hear this. Always please trust, love, honor, and respect yourself no matter what it is in life. So I hope you all enjoy this very unique episode of Hey Spirit. So what is your name? Wendy. Nice to meet you, Wendy. Welcome to Hey Spirit. I appreciate you coming on, reaching out, and allowing me to share my gift with you. I still say to people when they're they're like, oh, I love you. And I'm like, you know who I am? Yeah. My whole family knows who you are. My daughter's 14, and I don't think she's seen your show anymore. When she was little, she knew exactly who you were. She would talk. She would watch the show. So when I told her, she almost had a heart attack. (laughs) But Oh, my God. We're not on TV anymore, so it was like... I know everything streaming services today, right? Yes. <laughs> but now you could you could listen to Hey Spirit. <laughs> yes, I love it. I'm so excited. Awesome. So I'm assuming you called the hotline. Yes, I can't even remember when I did it. I was so like, I can't remember anything about what I said. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I have no idea what you said. All I know is that I was just told to copy and paste this link and sign on at this time. <laughs> That's the thing that I love, and you know, about what I do, how we, you know, keep things so pure and and really authentic. And I don't, I don't think people really understand that, or it's hard to believe, right? I believe it. Not hard for me. But I, I don't know why. You know, I, I always, I never want to go against like my gut instinct, my tuition, because that's always spirit guiding me. But I was made to feel that you had a lot of questions. So I don't know if you had the questions about, so I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't even know who I'm talking to at this moment. I didn't even give you a speech. I didn't go into anything, but the fact that I just felt like spirit just showed me like this list and then they started checking them off and I'm like, what is that? And they're like, she's got a ton of questions. (laughs) I do, but I can't believe they're telling on me. The thing that I find intriguing, I don't know if the question, you know, some people have questions because they, they have questions about the way their loved one died. They have questions about certain, you know, specifically to their loved ones. I really kind of keep feeling, Wendy, that you had just, you were like questioning the other side at times. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. I literally did not even give a speech. I think we're two minutes in, maybe three, right? Mm-hmm. 
haven't you haven't said a word to me. I haven't said it, right? Now, I have no idea who I'm even talking to. But this is how spirit is making me feel. So I guess I'm going to interpret it this way for you, Wendy. Right off the bat, spirit is saying to you, do not worry or question the other side. Don't question if my soul is at peace with God because of the way that I passed. Does that make sense? Yes. I know the way that people pass is the way they go. My mm-hmm. questions are with how they are coming to me from the other side as well, how they're coming through in messages. And I'm very confused and have tons of questions about all that. You did not share that with anyone. No. I have to listen to what spirit tells me. It never can be what I think or how things should go. Yeah. Do I want spirit to, as soon as I start to go to the other side and I give my speech, make me feel who it is that died, how they die, bring me through the departure and tell me the burdens and guilt that the person needs to let go of so they can start to heal. Spirit literally stopped me in giving a speech and saying, she's got a lot of questions. So I'm going to follow spirits lead on this Wendy of saying if you would like we can do things a little out of the ordinary so because I don't know if it's going to help you to be able to fully be open to spirit if that makes sense Mm -hmm. I feel that you are but I felt like because you have questions about certain things This is why I was just told when spirit leaves you signs and symbols, you question it as well. And I resist a lot and I'm trying to surrender, but it's hard because I don't trust. Yeah. So I guess this is going to be more of also a lesson for you. You know, I get it. And I, I think especially when it comes to emotions and especially what I do, the work as a medium, I feel that it is extremely hard to quote unquote trust, right? And I think that is one thing that I've always stayed true to is that I have to trust spirit. Never ever can validations, information be my own personal thought, feeling or emotion. It strictly has to be spirit. And how crazy this is because there is no way, no, there's not a shot in the dark that I would ever know any of this. Is that correct? I'm promising you nobody in the world knows it. (laughs) I think it also takes a lot uh, for people to, and, and a lot of courage to say, I don't trust. I have a hard time trusting. Yeah. And is this maybe the first step in a healing? I don't know, but I guess we're going to find out. I know I need to heal. He tells me, everybody tells me all the time in the spirit world tells me I need to heal, but I'm like, pick one, pick something for me to heal from. There's so many, where do I start? But I'm, I'm going to say this to you. I think that is one of also the things that I've learned from being a medium is that there's such a difference. And what I'm being shown right now, I just saw a father figure. Now, a father figure for me, if your dad isn't a part, it could be a grandfather, uncle, someone of a father figure. Is that correct? Yeah, there's some out there. There's a couple. Okay. Because I can feel them coming through and saying there is a big difference in healing and grieving. We're going to grieve the loss of our loved ones for the rest of our lives here in the physical world. 
the healing process is something completely different. And sometimes with healing, we have to learn how to let go of the things that don't serve us a purpose. I am not a therapist. <laughs> the things that I share with you are how spirit makes me feel, especially when spirit says to me, tell her how you live your life. Because people ask me all the time, they're like, how do you stay so positive? How do you do this and how do you do that? And I say, listen, I said, it's hard. Life is not easy. I make what I do look very easy. It is the hardest thing that I have to do is have someone sit in front of me and I feel all of their pain, their sorrow, their loss, and their grief, and then tell them to embrace life with happiness and joy after the loss of their loved one. Or tell them to let go of a burden or guilt or feeling that there was nothing more that they could have done for their loved one. That These things are hard, but they're not, it's not up to me to, to determine. That's up to spirit. I have to trust that what spirit makes me feel. So talk about being a fish out of water. Yeah. I have to trust something that I never met before. Yes. Right? How do I trust that? With your loved ones, you have to trust and believe. You have to have that faith in knowing that you are being guided and protected and that spirit is trying to help you. Yeah. Now, I don't know who was the young male that is departed. My brother. He, your brother literally just looked me right in the eye and said, she causes her own problems sometimes, I Teresa. I knew he what? I go, first of all, nobody, I'm talking to your sister for almost 10 minutes. Not once. I felt three father figures come forward. I'm like, and out of nowhere, you come and you stand right in front of me and you tell me this. And he's like, this is how I am. Take me or leave me. Literally. <laughs> so that, that was your brother's personality. Yes, 100%. So I asked your brother to clarify what he meant by you cause your own problems sometimes. Because I said to him, I said, everything is about free will choices. So yes, I understand that. And he said, no, no, no. He says, where my sister goes wrong is she goes against her gut. He goes, that's the difference, Teresa, between you and my sister. Thanks. <laughs> Not only do you trust, he says, he says, but you don't go against your gut. He says, my sister tends to go against her little Jiminy Cricket. In this very unique session, your brother, I mean, to validate the strength of his soul, to allow me to feel all of these things, your feelings, emotions, what's going on with you, and not once allow me to feel who he was. Mm -hmm. He's worried about How him. incredible. He is. He needed you to trust and to know that this is him. To trust and believe in an afterlife. Yes, he goes, she says it, but I need her to believe it. I need her that when she sees all these signs and gets all these messages from me, I need her to like really mean when she says thank you. Thank you for giving me these blessings of the signs and messages from you today. And he says, I need her to feel it in her soul. Your brother just looked at me. He goes, you know, Teresa, he goes, my sister has been to hell and back. 
Is that a fair statement, Wendy? 100%. And, you know, you look like a very nice young lady. Thank you. And your brother says, he goes, that is one thing. He goes, she's tough. He goes, you know that saying, tough as nails? That's my sister. He says, she is the most giving, loving, nurturing person that you will ever meet. He goes, but don't mess with her. Because she will flatten you out like a pancake. True story. I just don't give up. So it's almost like, don't take my sister for granted. Because that'll be your biggest mistake. <laughs> he knows that for sure. I, I think the thing that I love and admire about your brother's soul is I'm trying to recall a moment in doing what I do where the souls had me say, trust. I need you to trust. And I, and I think it's easy for us to kind of question that. For him to say, like, this has to be the first step for my sister in order to be able to heal is to trust. Does your brother play with electronics with you? He, he takes, he was the electronic guy. He couldn't take something apart and put it back together fast enough. I don't care what well, it was. Because I just said to him, why am I noticing that none of my lights are, they're like yellow, they're not green. And, and, and I, and I'm, I'm hitting the button. All right, now, now it's a green, like it wasn't working. And, and I, and he, I looked up and I saw him smirking at me and I said, oh, you little stinker. Yeah. <laughs> so anything that goes on that you're like, this is crazy. This is, why is this happening? Like this, the stupid computer's not working. The, Wendy, it is your brother. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I say it out loud to him too. I'll get aggravated. I was like, Mark, not today. Not today. He holds the bathroom door on us. He used to do that when he was here. Like he would hold it so tight that you would think it was stuck, but he was just gripping it so tightly that it wouldn't move. And we're banging on the doors and he's doing it now. <laughs> he just did it last night. What I love, Wendy, what your brother just did was validate his own message. This is the thing that amazes me about the souls of the departed. Your brother literally, Wendy, just had you validate your own sign. He just validated for you. Less than a few minutes ago, he had me say, when you know that it's me and you see my signs, could you say thank you? Yeah. <laughs> so well, I'm going to say this. You can bitch all you want, but we always need to end it with a thank you. Got it. I, I should do that more for sure. I stay mad at You could say, Mark, you stop that. I'm, I'm so mad. He's like, I don't have time for this today. And then say, Thanks for the love. Exactly. Thanks for the sign. But how amazing for your brother's soul to be able to do that, to be able to validate his own signs and symbols to you, amazing. to say that this is me and I have not left you and I want to thank you for the way that no matter how long I'm gone, I feel like he just died yesterday. Is that how you feel? Always. So I even try to like, not even think about him, even though I know he's around me at all times and I feel really bad for that, but it just hurts so much. So he says, Wendy, I don't want you to feel guilty about that. 
I want you to know that you're doing what you feel gets you through the day. Some people do this where they imagine their loved ones at work or they're on vacation or away at school, whatever it is. Listen, I'm not a therapist. I don't know if that is right or wrong. But you can't deny the fact that it helps you get through the day in a way that you can remember and, and still see the signs and symbols from your brother, right? Yes. And I say to every person that I have the honor of sharing my gift with and anyone that will listen, I say to people, this is one of the reasons why I wrote the book Good Grief several years back, was because you need to grieve your loved ones what works for you. I say as long as you're not self-medicating, harming yourself or anyone else around you physically, then you grieve the loss of your brother the way that you feel that you need to. And if it hurts too much to think about certain things, he says, I don't want you to feel guilty. That's why it's important to acknowledge me and to thank me. Do you see the difference on how that feels? Because you have all of this hurt, anger, disappointment with all of these negative emotions connected to your brother. You can even be yelling at him with a sign and a symbol, but by ending it with, but I love you and thank you for the signs. It changes that whole emotion, right? Yes. And it leaves us with that peaceful feeling. Your brother literally just said to me, he goes, tell my sister to tell you, Teresa, some of the funny things that I used to do to her as a kid. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he goes, I tortured her. He goes, but those are the things he says, she wasn't laughing then, but now she tells the stories and she can't stop laughing. I die. <laughs> it's hilarious. He used to do some dumb stuff. But he says, but what, but I wouldn't have traded that for anything. No because I was able to leave you with that piece of me of laughter. He left it with everyone. And he goes and he says, and never to take life too seriously. And I said to him, I go, well, I go, I don't know. You know, he goes, no, no, no. He goes, what I mean by that is don't sweat the small stuff. Did he call you like when or yeah. like, I mean, Wendy's a pretty short name. And I'm like, what do you mean you called her when? Her name is Wendy. You can't get any shorter than that. It's a He's like, come on, when? Yep, he called me when all the time. I can hear his voice <laughs> he right says, now. He says, yeah. I can hear it. Trust and believe that that is your brother. He says, do you know how proud I am of you, when? He says, I know how hard life has been for you. He says, but the way that you have carried yourself, I am so proud of you. And in every breath and milestone, he says everything even with, he goes with my niece. <laughs> she always thinks of me, always thinks of me. I feel like your daughter is almost like the spitting image of your, of your brother at times. He was more like a dad to her than anybody else. And he wasn't even here all the but time. But I feel that. He was amazing. But too. you see a lot of your brother in her. Is that correct? Oh, my goodness. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. I was just talking about it yesterday. He has a lot of very ticky quirks, and she's starting to do them, and she wasn't even around when he did them. So she does she does things that he's done, like his little anxiety things. It's, it's amazing just to see it. So I'm going to say a couple of things with that. Know that when you see parts of your brother within her, 
or like even if it's just the way her mannerisms or the way that she says something, know that that is your brother saying, I am with you. The fact that your brother is bringing up something, Wendy, that you just spoke about yesterday, I need you to trust and believe that your brother's soul was with you at that exact moment. Especially because it just happened like eight hours ago. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh. That your brother says, my soul is with you. I am proud of you. I am proud of the woman that you've become and who you're becoming. Your brother just made me feel like that you have an opportunity or you just started a new life. So I don't know if you got a new job or new relationship, but he made me feel like you have, you're in this new world. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, I don't know how to say it. It's not a new job. It's like a new, it's a new life, like a new lease on life and look on life, but I still have some issues surrendering to the whole thing. Listen, don't we all? Listen, I say this to people. There is no such thing in life as perfect, perfection. If you're searching for perfection or that perfect life or that perfect family, you'll be searching until the day you die. I believe that. You know what, you know what perfect is? When you love and honor and respect yourself and others around you. And you give 100% of yourself to yourself. That's perfection. I struggle with that. We all struggle. Your brother literally just looked at me with tears in his eyes. And he said, Teresa, he says, I want to thank you for having this moment with my sister. He says, she needs this more than ever. She needs to trust and believe in herself as much as I do. I think that I say this, that I was very fortunate. I am very fortunate. The way I grew up, my parents, my parents worked two jobs. My, you know, everyone struggles, right? I was very fortunate to still have my parents that continued to support me in what I do and just always being there. Not everyone is as fortunate. But at the end of the day, Wendy, no matter who we have emotionally supporting us, it's up to us to find that happiness. We are responsible for our own happiness. People can make us happy, but it's up to us. And your brother is like, I need you to tell my sister never to give up. She can achieve anything in life. I don't give up. That's the only thing that keeps me going through everything. I never, it's never an option. He knows that. He's making me feel like you're afraid to take this step in a new direction. Oh, a lot of steps. <laughs> so I think fear is one of the, the biggest things that can hold us back. Like I said, I don't trust myself sometimes, even when I'm getting these signs and I'm getting all this information pumped into me. Sometimes I feel like it's me. Like, how do I decipher what my mind is doing and what spirit is telling me and what my brother and God and everybody else is telling me? Okay, so let me ask you this. If it's something that is empowering you, does it matter who it comes from? No, I guess not. Isn't it interesting that your brother had me say to you right before this, you have to trust and believe in yourself. It is up to you. We can have people support us emotionally, get... But at the end of the day, it's up to us. We have to trust and believe in ourselves. Yeah. 
Look, I'm going to compare it. I typically don't like to talk about myself or my own personal things, but your brother's showing me. It's like your brother just keeps saying, tell my sister your story. Like, who did I have to trust with my gift? Mm -hmm. I had God. I had the souls of the departed. Figuring out sometimes when I hear, if you want to use the word hear, sometimes I hear my own voice but it's spirit. Does that make sense? Yes. And I don't know if it's my voice or spirit. I'm not, not there yet. <laughs> like, I don't know but, who's who. But, but this is the point. Does it matter? Sometimes I, I, I feel like I'm being led into steps. So I don't trust to take another step if it's not, if it's not spirit telling me to do it. I just don't trust myself yet. It's like so new. Do you, and I'm also going to kind of bring your daughter into this because your brother kind of made me feel that you're empathic, where you feel other people's emotions. Is that correct? Yeah, both of us. Okay. So, now, your daughter isn't even sitting here. How would I know that? And she's a more, she's very advanced, like 44, she's 14, and she's on the same level as me with it. I'm just learning, and well, she's natural to her. Now I know why your brother wanted me to say to you, how do you think that I had to take my gift, put it in God's hands, and, and I literally said, you open the doors, I will walk through it. That's how I got to be where I am. Mm -hmm. I also want to make it perfectly clear that if I believe we all have the ability to connect with our own departed loved ones, mm -hmm. okay? We can also be empathic. We can pick up other and feel other people's emotions. It's just because of our spiritual being, right? Mm -hmm. That doesn't then mean that we're mediums. That, right. Does that make sense? So I'm going to share with you the things that helped me in the beginning. So hopefully it can help you and your daughter. I don't, who, whoever, you have a faith, is that correct? Yes. Okay. I choose to use the word God. You can use whomever, but always protect yourself in God's white light. In a white light, it's pure. Okay. Sometimes if I know that I'm walking into a big, cause you ever walk into a room and you're perfectly fine, then all of a sudden you have that splitting headache. Yes. And then the person next to you goes, my head is killing me. I have a headache, right? I'll, I'll never get used to that. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so this is what you can do. The second you feel something that you know, there's no reason why you should feel this way. I don't care if it's a, listen, if you're being chased by a big black bear or a brown bear, there's reason to panic and have anxiety, right? Exactly. But if you just walk into a room and all of a sudden you have anxiety and you feel like you need to flee that space, I want you to stop and say, be gone, you are not of me. Those words were something that was told to me that helped me tremendously. I would immediately picture myself protected in God's white light, and I would say, be gone, you are not of me. What I'm doing is I'm acknowledging the energy around me. But this is not my headache. I'm picking up your headache. Be gone, this is not my headache. Be gone, you are not of me. The reason why, now that might just completely dissipate. For me, it transitioned to that's how I learned my signs and symbols on how to interpret messages to people. 
So like I used to walk into a store. I think my brother's making me choke right now. It's like his smoking and his asthma. He's okay, doing it. So this is he's doing it. You up need perfect. to say, "Be gone! You are not of me." Be gone! You are not of me. Mark, thank you for your guidance and protection. This is not acceptable. This is not acceptable, Mark. Thank you for your guidance and protection. But this is not acceptable. <laughs> it's cleared up. I was going to choke just now. Like all of a sudden I'm like looking for water. I'm like, why all of a sudden while you're telling me this, am I joking? He has asthma and he smokes profusely and that's him. So he was just helping me to learn that. <laughs> so I just asked him, I said, allow her maybe to smell you. Maybe to, instead of choking, to smell <laughs> cigarette smoke instead. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, so now I want you to say that to him, Mark. This is an uncomfortable feeling. Did you hear the timing of that? I just want to go back, Wendy, because I was telling you, I was about to tell you the story of how I learned my signs and symbols. That's how I would get, but I've learned who choked, who died, felt like they were drowning. Okay. That's how I learned my signs and symbols. So because for you, it's the way that you connect with your, your brother and it's your own loved one. Fair enough? Yes. We are going to ask him. It's the same way when I used to see spirit in full form. I used to say to him, I, I can't see you like that. Come to me in different forms. So then that's how I started feeling the emotional bond instead of seeing them. Okay. So you have control over that. I want you to know that. And just by asking him to give it to you different, your brother already validated and proved that his soul is so strong. He had me alter the way I enter the other side, how I conduct my readings. But I want you to know that then you have the control to reel him back in like you just did. Okay. Or anybody. This is uncomfortable. Be gone. You are not of me. Thank you for your love, guidance, and protection. Instead of having me choke, just have me smell cigarette smoke. I, I'll know it's you. Who died tragically? I mean, he was, he was a, an overdose. So that was pretty tragic for all. Well, I just tasted blood. So that's my symbol for where someone either came in a car accident or there was some type of tragedy involving blood, whether a bleed out. I don't know. There's, there's I, so many. Okay. I, I heard yes. Can I ask you who? Well, I know we acknowledge one of the, the father figures. Who was the mom that has departed? My mom's mom, my nana. Okay. And did she somehow bleed out or have a blood disease or disorder? Heart disease, but my Aunt Betty, it's an aunt figure. She died in a car accident. Validating for you. Do you see how I asked your loved ones to step forward and make me feel? I didn't allow the taste to bother me. I acknowledged it. Someone died tragically. Okay. And how I'm able to then move on to receive other messages. Okay. So with anything that, that, there are certain things that are unacceptable for spirit to do. Like they can't quote unquote haunt us, right? Like if they're pulling your covers at night, flickering your lights in the middle of the night, if they're doing things that are disruptive to your life, that's unacceptable. Sometimes they don't understand their strength. So that's when we can have that ability when it comes to our own loved ones to kind of reel them in a little bit. 
like okay. you just did with your brother. Okay. Thank you so much. So I'm Jill. very interested if now if you're going to start smelling cigarette smoke. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because my mother, my brother and my uncle have both passed. They look alike. They smoked. She knows when they're around because she stopped smoking, I want to say, 10 years ago, and she'll get the smell of cigarette smoke, and it makes her sick. She's like, I don't know if it's your brother or my, bro or my brother, but one of them needs to stop smoking. <laughs> It's yes. both of them. Yes, I knew it. I knew it. We knew. I said, Mom, they both smoked chain smokers. Chain smokers. So a message, what I also love, Wendy, is what you just validated. And, and I love that because I feel like this is your brother too. Like I feel like your brother is so proud that because of the way that like things that he did in his life, he can maybe help other people because I feel like that's what your brother did. He always helped people. Yeah, yeah. And he says, and I want you to know that it doesn't, I, I say this all the time, messages don't only have to be from one soul. They can be from whoever it is that you think of at that time. Yeah. Sometimes like I'll, I'll find something that reminds me of my grandfather, but I know it's also from my grandmother because I know that they're together. Mm -hmm. So this is where you have to trust and believe. Yes. It's so hard. And you know what? It's a process. And I think, I don't think, I think you're way too hard on yourself too, Wendy. I think that you have to understand that, especially when it comes to spiritual connections or new opportunities, things don't happen overnight. Your brother just said to me though, it's hard because my sister sometimes struggles with how could this amazing opportunity be happening for me? Oh my God. I struggle with that and like even getting messages from God, like how, how am I so lucky? Like, it's not real. It's not real. It can't be real. Like I'm not that why? important. I don't know. What? Wendy, you're so important. You know why you're important? Because you're here. You have a beautiful daughter. You're right here in this moment. I always say people that are chosen to be or picked for the podcast or even for the television show, whatever it is, that's your loved ones. I know. And timing is everything. If this happened three years ago, even two years ago, this might not be able to, would have helped you the way that it's going to today because timing is everything. But it's also about trusting and believing in yourself and in your opportunities, but more importantly, you don't think I went through that with my gift? That is one of the biggest things that I struggled with, with my gift. I, I would say, why? Why did God choose me? Exactly. Like, Okay, but everyone. Wendy, why don't you say, why wouldn't God choose you? Why wouldn't God choose you? I have 50 million reasons why I would think he wouldn't. And that's my problem. And I know he doesn't have one of those reasons on his list at all. But can I ask you this? What if that is these gifts have been bestowed on you so you can let go of past choices and decisions? Did you ever think of that? I, I understand that those decisions got me where I'm at so that I could do all this, but I can't let the trauma of all of them go. I don't know why. Letting go of things that do not serve us a purpose is very different than forgetting. I think it's important to never, ever forget things because it shows our past, our heritage, who we are, what, what, however you want to interpret it. Mm -hmm. I use this term, Wendy, quite often, and I find recently, I tend to use it more often now, 
especially over, you know, everything with COVID and the pandemic. I look at life and I say, things happen for me, not to me. And I find myself saying it to myself over and over again. And I think it's a reminder and it keeps me grounded of basically saying, you know what? Crap's going to happen. Things aren't always going to go my way. Things, opportunities are going to be lost, right? Right. But I always look at things when, because my grandmother always said this, when one door closes, another door opens. And I always feel that things happen for me, not to me. Things happen for me to be able to flourish. You, look, this is how I, how I viewed the pandemic. I wasn't able to work like so many people, right? Here I am doing live shows, doing a television show, nothing. So what did I find? This podcast. Mm-hmm. Through the encouragement of my manager, Courtney Mullen, and Victoria Woods, who was part of my team, they gave me the strength to believe and to trust that Zoom (laughs) is the new phone reading, Mm -hmm. right? Right. What's the difference, right? Do you know how much trust I had to have that? I had to bring new people into my team. Even Alex, who's, and Steve, who take care of producing the podcast. I have to trust that they're going to present this the way that it should be. Right? Yes. Yes. I'm putting my gift, you, in the hands of other people to trust that. So your brother just looked at me and he said, Teresa, but it's very hard when you're hurt by people over and over in your life, as my sister has been. Is that correct? Yes. We're not responsible for anyone else. We're not responsible for how people act, conduct their lives. But what we do have control over is how we allow their actions to affect us. Yes. And if we allow them to affect us in a negative way, that's our own fault. That's my reaction all the time. I just... I'm really quick to attack. And I've been that way because I've been protecting myself all my life. So that's hard too, to, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to calm that down about myself because I snap so quickly and it doesn't go away Mm -hmm. for a good couple hours. And it's bad for me. It's bad for my soul, for my heart, for everything. But I, I got it coming from all directions. So it's hard. Your brother just said to me, well, actually your aunt just stepped forward. She said, maybe you, it's time that you clean house. That's what he's been telling me, and I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Just put it that way. Just So, again, we can't, and I'm just going to use, because maybe someone else needs to hear that that's listening at this point. We can't pick our family, right? Right. But we can choose how we allow them to affect us or we limit our time right yes because remember Wendy at the end of the day the only person that's getting hurt is you and that is not what God or anyone else wants for you I know but if we continue to allow that to happen then it's our own fault is your daughter a really good writer 
writer, singer, everything. Because your brother just goes, all right, enough of this. He goes, I want to talk about my niece. Yeah. I go, all right. I go, <laughs> but that would be him, right? Yes. 100%. He loves it. He's like, my niece, she's the daughter I never had. Oh. It's acknowledging that bond and relationship that he shared with her. Yes. So know that this is your brother's way of also thanking her for all the beautiful things that she does in memory and in honor of him. Because he shows me her writing about wow. him. That's amazing. So he says, Wendy, when you have those hard days, he says, I want you to look at your daughter. And I want you to remind yourself how amazing you are. Because no matter how hurt you've been, you have raised and are raising a beautiful, smart young woman with values, morals, and more importantly, traditions. He said they're a little non-conventional on the traditions, Teresa. He goes, but they're traditions. <laughs> That's us. That's us. That's us. Thank you. He says, I, I'm going to say this to you, Wendy. I can feel this sense of... I wanted to use the word, I'm going to use two words, peace and relief from you in this very moment. 100%. I can see it on your face. And I, I, I love how your brother showed his, I mean, listen, you have a lot of loved ones on the other side, but your brother was center. Yeah. And he says, because my sister always trusted me. He said, that is why I was the one that needed to tell her to trust herself. I've also asked your brother to, and other loved ones, if they do want you to sense and feel them, to maybe make you feel as if someone was standing behind you and there's no one there. To maybe smell something just for a split second, To whether sometimes it could be food, it could be a perfume, it could be cigarette smoke it could be anything okay. it validates that it's their soul and i ask them to please come to you in a very appropriate and respectful way thank you so i don't freak out <laughs> but i want you to remember to remind them of that so your brother wendy has done an incredible remarkable job of giving all of us, anyone listening here today, to just trust our gut instinct, trust, love, and respect, and honor ourselves first. So then we can then trust and respect others. Yes. <clears throat> and life can become so much easier when we do that. Thank you so much, him too. Thank you, Marky. <laughs> I wish everyone could just see your face right now. I'm so glad. I guess you called the hotline? Yes. I called it. And you never thought in a million. Did you? Your brother just said, she forgot. You, this is your brother. Yes. She told you in the beginning. She called the hotline and she forgot, Teresa. Yes, I did. <laughs> you know, what's funny is my sis, my cousin, she had spoken to a medium where my brother tried to come through and the brother said, she's not telling my jokes the right way to my cousin and I said, the only person that's gonna be able to talk to my brother is Teresa Caputo.
My name is Wendy Cruz and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I was wondering how it was gonna go down because I was really okay with my brother's passing and then finding out that he really wanted to just use her to help me hone my gift, it was a big surprise. <laughs> she gave me a lot of tools and tips to deal with some of the things that I've been going through. Um, you know, with my gift, you know, she gave me a whole bunch of pointers and her and my brother who has passed over was helping uh, train me on something. So that was pretty interesting. He uh, kind of put his hands around my neck a little bit to show me what it feels like for somebody else to step into my energy. Freaked me out for a second, but now I know how to step in and out of other people's energy so it doesn't affect me. So it was very helpful. A lot of the things that my brother told her, like, you know, everything he um, says to me, I do the exact opposite and she hit that nail on the head. You know, and especially when she started talking about me um, having empathic abilities, he knew about that. I don't talk to people about that. And when he talked about my daughter, I knew it was him. My daughter, she's estranged from her father. My brother was literally a father figure for her. Not like, how are you doing when you got home from school? He's like, how are you doing? Who did you see? Did you talk to this person? Did you fix this with that person? Like he knew everything that was going on with their life. So when he said the words, she's the daughter that I never had, nobody else could have known that. He's my brother. It's his niece. So that was beautiful. So when um, she first talked to me, she said a father figure came in. And I have zero father figures on the other side. It's uncles and people that I didn't even grow up with. So they're not really father figures to me. They may have been had they, had they lasted on this earth. But I knew the father figure she was talking about was God. She didn't keep pushing it. She just kind of said, he's telling you that you need to trust yourself. And then... We kind of like waited for a second and then she said, uh, who's the young male coming through? So I knew that that father figure coming through was literally a spirit of God. He even spoke through my brother on some instances where I knew that it wasn't my brother talking because I didn't have the experience with my brother, but he was speaking for God. So I know, I mean, it's, it's crazy, but I figured that out after I got the phone with her. My brother, he's doing, he's constantly locking me in the bathroom. He thinks it's funny. So we were already used to some of those kinds of things. I haven't really been out there, you know, trying to pull people's energy and I'm trying to keep them out right now, trying to get my life together. So I'm still waiting to go in somewhere where I'm going to be in a big crowd or even in the stores and stuff like that. I haven't done any of that thing, those things because they, they drain me. But now that she's giving me so many pointers, I can't wait to like use them and just watch them work. I was lost before I, I talked to her. I had a lot of things going on in my head. I had a lot of signs popping up and intuition popping up. I didn't know if it was mine or whoever's. And after I talked to her, I felt like a ton of bricks off my shoulder that I could relax and just know that to trust things. She said to me, I said, I don't know who to, who's talking to me. I don't know if it's my brother, if it's God, it's me. And she says, who cares if it's as long as they're telling you something good. So now if it's good, it don't matter who's telling me. It's I run with it. That was a big blessing. I was nervous because I didn't know what kind of podcast it was going to be. I didn't have any unresolved issues with anybody. You know, he made it happen. He literally, I don't even remember signing up for the podcast or anything. So um, just to know that I have people on the other side fighting for me and then they to use the world's most renowned medium and psychic to do it lets me know that I am truly loved over there and people are looking out for me and I just feel so blessed and protected. I can't, I can't even think. It's, it was amazing. She's amazing. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.